Hello, this is Dr. Earl with Denali Medical. To get us started, I'd like to ask you a question. Are you ready? I mean, really ready. Are you ready to find solutions? Are you ready to find root source healing? If you are, well, let's go. It's interesting doing medicine for as many years as I have, which we won't talk about that because then that makes me sound very old. But it's interesting that you get through the holidays and there's a, there's a fair amount of illness that happens through November and December. But when patients get through the holidays, boy, January, it just really hits. And we see a big uptick in cold, influenza, those type of things. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that the holidays were so stressful and there was so much going on. And patients are, are surprised when they take that breather and say, okay, now I can get back to normal life. Well, we've been living under this stress for so long, then our bodies kind of take a step back as well and try to recover. And that's when the cold and, and flu moves in and, and really hits us. And, and so, again, it's key. I mean, I did get the uh, influenza over the holiday break. And because I had been doing my IVs with the vitamin C and then also taking the, the powdered vitamin C, I was sick for three days. That's unheard of because this influenza is lasting 10 to 14 days. And so I felt really the grip of the, of the influenza for three days. And I wasn't nearly as miserable as everyone else around me who was not taking the vitamin C. So big, big game changer as far as your health, your productivity, your ability to deal with stress, all of those things. I mean, it, it is the world's greatest vitamin C. Yeah, I mean, I just, I love it. And I know it's 1-800-674-3250, 1-800-674-3250. I just uh, throw a powder in my orange juice or something, and it just I just can't get enough of it. But I know that, like last night, I was just chewing on some just sliced apples, and it just, I just, I mean, it was just amazing. I'm like, oh, my God, it's like, because my body just, it's just, it's just craving it. And I'm like, oh my, I'm going to have to add another scoop. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. pretty much pretty, pretty good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, if, if people yeah. want to learn a little bit more about it, we've got a video up on worldsgreatestvitamincc.com. And there's a little webinar there about seven to 10 minutes that will explain why our vitamin C, this vitamin C is different. It's more effective and the importance of its use. And so worldsgreatestvitaminc.com, there's always a link to it also on healingoptimize.com. Let me double check and make sure the link's up. Sure enough, there it is, worldsgreatestvitaminc.com. Okay, yeah. Worldsgreatestvitaminc.com. Wow, right. that's wonderful. I'll write that down. That's right. And again, guys, hey, that's uh, 1-800-674-3250, 1-800-674-3250. For the world's greatest vitamin C.com, world's greatest vitamin C.com. Check it out. Video. There you go. Awesome. It comes in a powder. Oh, <laughs> oh my Lord. Um, I'm not sure what it tastes like by itself because I mix it with the pomegranate powder. Oh, yeah. The um, <laughs> Tony's Radiant Green. So yeah. I don't even know what it, the other one tastes like. Um, I think we tasted it once at the cast control. But I'm sure it's fine. Is that how you take yours, Dr. Earl? It's just in uh, water? No, I, I actually put in with my multivitamin. I have a powdered multivitamin I take. 
Sometimes I put uh-huh. it in with my tea. Sometimes it's in my hot cocoa. I have taken it just plain before, and it does have a little hint of a taste. We really tried to balance it out so it didn't have much of a taste, so it doesn't alter the taste of your drinks that you're normally taking. And so some people, you know, they, they'll say, oh, I, I do taste it. Most people don't even taste it. So it, it's designed to be balanced, not only for absorption, but also so that it just doesn't react with your drinks. And you can just enjoy it with anything you take. Makes it really nice. Yeah, I take mine with juice or like a smoothie or something. And that's and then I also use this Tony O'Donnell stuff too and or powder stuff. And I just put it with some powder and, you know, it's just, I just, I have to take it. My body craves it. And then if I don't have it, I feel the low. So that's just me. Right. Yeah. But I've had a few buddies that uh, for a couple of days like you uh, weren't feeling too good, but were taking stuff and they weren't even down for like a couple of days, not like the seven to 10 days where people can't lift their head out of bed type of thing. You know what I mean? So, right. You know. You know, and that's, yeah. a, that's a really great point when it comes to, and I need to kind of quantify, there are certain people out there that really, you know, they're adamantly against vaccinations, and some are adamantly for vaccinations. And I'm, I, I look at the science, and I will say I'm squarely in the middle. If someone's really for vaccinations, then I say, okay, get the vaccinations, but let's do it safely. And the issue isn't necessarily the vaccine and what it does to our bodies. It's what it does to our immune systems. And yes, it's designed to activate our immune system to certain infections and then prepare us so that we can fight those off when when those infections come near our body. And it, it actually works very well for that. But vaccines are then designed to they they put in what are called adjuncts but really it's an agitator and that's where we hear about the mercury the nickel the aluminum and some of the other agitators that are they're there those have to be present and i find this kind of interesting they're they're present to agitate the immune system and then when you talk with you know the pro-vaccine side they say but there's no side effects no you're putting in something to agitate the immune system it does its job, and it agitates it in such a way that the the immune system becomes more active against those proteins that you'd normally find in certain infections. And and again, it's very effective. That's not the problem. The problem is what the body then has to do with those agitators after the immune system has been activated, and that's where we're running into the issue. And if we just did one simple thing, which was detoxify after vaccinations, the conversation would be different. And I'm not saying there wouldn't be people that that wouldn't be adamantly opposed and so forth. And, and I don't think forced vaccinations is a good idea across the board. I think that's just a bad play. We need to let them make their choice and then come up with scenarios and strategies where we can support them in their choice. I personally choose not to get the influenza vaccine because I know it wears my immune system down and I'm in a place in my health where I can do things like the vitamin C, I can do my greens, I can do my vitamin D and keep my immune system to where it needs to be so that if I do get it, I've got a sniffle and a few cough and cold, you know, a few symptoms for a few days and then away I go. And And I would much rather deal with that than the side effects 
with getting my immune system knocked down because that's what it does. It can knock your immune system down for a season. And then you're susceptible to everything. But I also look at the fact that when you look at the originations of the vaccines, smallpox, polio, and the list goes on and on, they saved millions of lives and millions of repercussions, side effects from those infections. And we don't deal with iron lungs anymore because, wow, because the vaccine program was so effective. The challenge is we're trying to take that and put it into other illnesses and infections, and it just it's not making the transition. So we just have to be wise and educated, and then we need to really start talking about, yes, this is an agitator of your immune system. Once it's done its job, let's give you the tools necessary to get that back out of your system so that you're not dealing with the long-term side effects. Yeah, great idea. Yeah. And the fact that you can have a choice if you want to take the vaccine or you don't, you know, you have a choice. If you do, great. If you don't, no problem. And I think that's a wonderful, that's the way it should be and the way it should be gone about. So, yeah. Right. And then just say, okay, if you're pro-vaccine, here are your options and here's how to prepare you. And take it. And if, if you're not pro-vaccine, here's how to prevent. Um, and it's a different mindset. Right. And if we try to force people's mindset, what ends up happening is rebellion. And that's kind of what we're looking at right. is, you know, people are trying to, yeah. to you know, force herd immunity and it just doesn't work that way. Anyway. Right, interesting, interesting. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never a dull moment, to say the least, Dr. Earl. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Never. Never. Never Let's see. So we, we had talked a little bit. You'd ask a question about EMFs, um, electromagnetic frequency. Yeah. You want me to talk about that just a little bit? Sure, yeah, yeah, because I had uh, I had Wendy Green on last week, and it's one of the product companies that they're not real expensive, but you can put them on your smartphones. You can people, unfortunately, who maybe if you live in an apartment and your smart meter is in the bedroom or something on the out of the side of the wall, you can put one of their devices on the smart meter, and it takes the radiation and the EMF down considerably, because you you, you know your body can only take so much of this stuff, Doctor Earl. And I know that they're increasingly um, having problems with the heart going too fast, and it's because of the 5G and, and too much EMF, which, you know, face it, when, I, when I'm out in public, Dr. Earl, I'm always amazed. you got the 7, 8-year-olds, the 12-year-olds, you got people looking at their smartphones, I mean, like 24-7, you know what I mean? Yeah, yep. And, you know, it, it's just amazing. And you go to a restaurant, people aren't talking anymore. They're looking at their smart meters, and you're like, oh, my, I mean, smartphones. And it's just like, wow, it's crazy. It is so true, and it is, so please, it is please, go ahead. pervasive through society. So I'm going to maybe look at this just a little bit differently. And I may not talk specifically about, um, and you would mentioned 5G and, and those type of things. We'll talk a little bit about that. But I want to talk about why it's sure. a problem. And and what and then maybe a little bit about what to do about it. So waves, they're all around us. That's just the reality. When we go out in the sunlight, we are bombarded with radiation, light waves, and so forth. We're bombarded with electromagnetic waves, regardless of where we're at and what we do. And you know, we know that our atmosphere pr- protects us from a lot of the a lot of the harmful electromagnetic signals that naturally come from the sun. So, you know, science has done a good job of figuring a lot of that out 
and then they've done a great job of taking those electromagnetic waves and plugging them into our society with different technologies. Everything from x-rays and, and gamma radiation, which is currently used to eradicate some tumors, all the way up to radio waves, microwaves, infrared, visible light, and you know the list goes on and on, and 5G and all our communication systems. So what really does all that mean, and, and when does it become a problem? Well, the way to really look at this is that the longer the wavelength, so wavelength, and if you understand electromagnetic wave and you look at one, you'll see that it's undulating up and down motion, um, if you will. And the wavelength is between two peaks. And the reason that's important is because the longer the wavelength, the less damage it does to us as human beings. So radio waves, which are some of the longest, the reality is those pass through us. They were in constant bombardment from them, and yet they do very little to us because they don't coincide. They don't connect with the waves that, that make up the function of our bodies. The issue we're running into is as the wavelengths become shorter and shorter, the, the frequency changes, if you will, then it becomes more and more, and I, I don't want to use the word necessarily recognized, but the better word is it, it correlates or corresponds with the wavelengths inside of our bodies. Now, let me give you a little different example of how this makes sense. <clears throat> we know that with noise-canceling headphones, that what happens is that a sound wave and, and that is is on the you know the the wave spectrum, but a sound wave comes through, a computer device reads that wave and then generates a exact opposite wave to contradict and and cancel out that wave. And so what ends up happening is it cancels out that wave. And so you get zero sound hitting your ears, and this is this is through technology. That's great. Well, opposite of that when you see a soprano and she's singing at a certain pitch and then you'll see the chandelier glass shatter what's happening there is she hits a pitch a tone that corresponds with the wave that exactly matches that wave as it travels around the ring of that glass and so the next sound wave when it hits amplifies it and the next one amplifies it and amplifies it again the opposite happens with that kind of wave instead of canceling it out it actually augments the wave signal does that make sense yes so so what we're finding with a lot of the technological waves that are going around and and the reason people are excited about 5g and they have this new in-home wireless version 6 the reason they're excited about that is because it produces such fast response times. Well, the reason it produces fast response times is because the waves are shorter and shorter. And so it can be interpreted, bounced back, give feedback, what have you, in a very short amount of time. And that's great from a technology standpoint. But unfortunately, the side effect is that we, as human beings, a lot of what we deal with and do has to do with short frequencies. And that makes sense because, I mean, I'm here pacing around my office talking, and 
I need to be able to interact with everything that's here in the office. You know, the piece of paper that's on my desk that doesn't want to get knocked over, the, the camera here in the corner. The, so I need to have this rapid response that's really made effective by using short waves. Well, the shorter waves that our technology starts to use, the more impact they will have on the short waves inside of our bodies. And that's the science of how these EMFs are causing us problems. And, I mean, technology is moving forward, and they want response times, and they want all that. And the reality is, as you had mentioned earlier, the fact that people are always on their phones, and they want everything immediate. They want it right away. Technology is being driven that way. And I think until we get to the point where we start to wake up and say, oh, now we're seeing the side effects, it's going to continue to happen. And so we need to do things, as you mentioned, you know, these modulators, these things that maybe can protect us from some of these EMF waves, turning off our Wi-Fi if we, you know, live in an isolated area will help at night, will help us sleep better. Some of those simple things to kind of help us minimize our exposure to EMF waves will really help us keep the signals and the information that we're sending back and forth inside of our bodies. It will make it so that it makes sense. Right now, it's getting all of these signals, and the reality is it's getting confused. And confusion means lack of help. It means that things don't work right. Um, and that, that really is the foundation of why EMF waves can be a problem. One of the interesting technologies that I've been looking at but haven't really finalized piecing together yet is being able to now, okay, let's take this you know smartphone device, if you will, and when we're not actively looking at it and actively using it for information or connection, let's take that device and have it generate a frequency that then we can actually place on our body and use our body as the repellent for some of these waves, setting up you know electromagnetic uh, systems in your bed so that when you sleep, you're canceling out the electromagnetic frequencies uh, that you receive throughout the body in a day. So these are technologies that are being pushed to the front of the envelope because of 5G, because of the shorter frequencies, and because of how they're interacting with the frequencies inside of our body. That's great. I agree with you, Dr. O. Yeah. Yeah. We are at the break. Oh, okay. Are you leaving us or are you staying on? <laughs> uh, I've, I'm going to have to jump into my marketing meeting. Okay. Thank you so much. It's been so informative. I took some notes. It helped to understand about the waves. Great. All right. Thank you. Bye. Okay. At the beginning of this lecture, I ask you, are you ready? Are you ready? And we're going to close with that same question. Are you ready? If you are, let's go.